Hey there, hey, and welcome to this 2J pod of Born to Be a Star. Today is an election night in New Hampshire, and we're going to get to that in a moment, but let's get to the mantra. Today is another day and another opportunity for you to recognize your star power. Another day for you to recognize that you can put your mind to something, you can succeed, you can grow, and you can do amazing things. Instead of always talking about what you can't do and having people focus on everything you're bad at, maybe we should approach life differently right i know it's hard or difficult for us not to just be like you need to do this and that and this and that and i know managers love to micromanage everybody and they think that's effective except it isn't right yeah you're a manager and you got a lot going on but when you dismiss the people that work for you and you constantly like diminish their character you're not helping anyone especially yourself just food for thought not even a manager just if you do that to anybody your co-worker your friend your husband your dad your brother your sister your aunt you know i know you did a good job with this but you still need to do this so it's like what the fuck i don't know just a thought random thought on a tuesday when you're looking in the mirror and you're reflecting on where you've been and where you're going You might have those feelings that I just talked about where you don't feel like you're ever good enough or you don't feel like you'll ever succeed. And typically we have those feelings because we're hearing people say that to us. We have doubters. We have haters. We have people that are jealous and envious and just horrible people that we're constantly surrounded by all the time. But you have to sometimes... Just ignore them. Ignore the background noise and look in the mirror and say to yourself, yes, I can. Yes, I can dye my hair a new color. Yes, I can try out this new scent. Yes, I can try out this new lip gloss. Yes, I can buy this new outfit. Yes, I can get these new Nikes. Yes, I can learn a new language, pick up a new hobby, buy a new car, move Move to a different state. Find a new best friend. Or find a best friend. Maybe I'll find a new church. Maybe I'll find a new recreational activity. Regardless, yes, you can. Maybe you're sad and lonely. So go find some fucking friends or find a mate to be with. And I hate when I hear family members or someone I love tell me, nobody wants to deal with me because I'm not good enough. None of us are good enough. We are all sinners under the eye of God. And unless you recognize that and understand it, you're stupid, right? No one is as good as Jesus Christ. And people think that all the time, which leads me to the next part of my conversation, which is never give up. If you love yourself, you can't give up on yourself. I know life gets difficult. I know life gets hard. You have to persevere through the difficulty and the bad to get to the good. And I know you feel like, how am I going to do that? Well, the best way for you to do that is to do it right that is the only way somebody might have cancer a job you applied for you might not gotten a call back for it the school you applied to they might not have responded to you that doesn't mean they won't respond to you just because you're not having a good day at work doesn't mean tomorrow can't be better even if you're not necessarily on track the way you want to be in your career or at your job or at school or with a relationship or something doesn't mean you can't steer it back in the correct direction 
That just means you have to adjust the way you do things to fix them. That's possible. It's possible to approach things differently and get to the ending point of never giving up. Because giving up is giving in. And giving in is saying, I can't do this and I'm defeated. And why would you ever want to say that? You wouldn't, right? So you're not going to give up on me and I'm never going to give up on you either. Moving on from the never give up is the why not today. Because indecisiveness and uh, procrastination drives me insane. I used to be that person that would sit there for like five hours trying to figure out what I'm going to wear tomorrow. Am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? I used to be that person over and over and over again. And I cannot be that person anymore. And I don't want to be that person anymore. And I know we might be wondering how we're going to get to that point, right? I know we might be wondering, how am I going to fix the dishwasher? And the reason I bring up the dishwasher all the time as my example of things we need to focus on and fix, because that's typically something that you're going to use every day, especially if you're cooking or you're eating lunch. That's something that you used every day to clean the dishes. And if that doesn't work, that means you have to wash them by hand. And some people might like washing them by hand, but I can definitely tell you that I do not. So if the dishwasher is not working where we live, we're figuring out how we're going to get it fixed. Like the washing machine, the same thing, right? The car, the same thing. That's the vehicle that you need to get you to work and from work and wherever else you're going. I go to the gym basically every day. And so I need to make sure that my vehicle is working correctly. Got to make sure that Quinn, uh, well, her name is Harley, is, is doing what she's supposed to be doing. She has gas. Everything's good with the tire pressure. Everything's going well. If, you know, your car needs to be like, um, you need services done. You need to set up the appointment with the uh, with the shop and you need to make sure everything's done correctly. You cannot procrastinate your life. You can't put your life on a back burner. You cannot wait for tomorrow to do things that you could do today. And you can't keep telling yourself that you can you could take your time and do something because can you really take your time and do something? No, you can't. It's wrong and it's, it's not the great path that you should be taking. It could be detrimental to you to do that. And you have to be thoughtful of these things. You cannot be under the assumption that you are going to be able to constantly put yourself on the back burner for somebody else or something else. That's not healthy and that doesn't help anything. So make decisions, live with them and accept whatever comes from them. Obviously you want to go into everything with an open mind and happy thoughts, but you have to understand if you take too long to do something, it might not happen because we can't buy time. Moving on from time, let's really get to time by talking about no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, <clears throat> they lie to us anyway. I'm still suffering from this cold and these freaking allergies, which are driving me crazy, by the way. Who knows? When Joe talks, I lose time, because I literally don't know what the hell he's talking about. He's never been so confused. He clearly has Alzheimer's and dementia at the same time. He needs to be in a harbor with elderly people where they can live out the rest of their lives in an environment that's safe for them. 
Like, it's really horrible that his family members and his doctor wife want to promote him being the president for four more years. He is being babysat by the Secret Service. And he isn't running the country. Obama is running it as a shadow president. Okay? Everything that Biden wants to do is what Obama is telling him to do. There's that. The, those who want control deserve misery. An example of that is Nikki Haley. And another example of that is Mitch McConnell. How are these people Republicans or even politicians, right? Because they, all they want is power, but they don't think about the side effects. The idea that you're telling Texas that they can't build a fence to protect the people that live in America from these illegal people that are coming into our border with no paperwork, no document. We don't know who they are. They could be from a mental institution or a prison. We have no idea. They could be carrying out some secret death mission for China, right? We don't know. They could be preparing to do the next 9-11 in New York or any other city in the United States of America. And we have no idea who the hell these people are. So my statement of those who want control deserve misery. Uh, Mayorkas is another one. Not only should that motherfucker be impeached, but he should be imprisoned right along with all the Biden administration and their family members. Hunter Biden has a cocaine addiction and we all know it. Does the government know who funds them? We do. So every time I have to fucking hear AOC or Jamal Bowman or Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer or some fucking cunt idiot. And yes, I said cunt idiot and I meant to say it. You might be Christian listening to it, so I apologize for that. But I'm saying bad words today because I'm sort of irritated and I'm not going to limit my uh, thoughts. I'm not. This is unleashed. This is no limits. And this is unapologetic. No media allowed on this Tuesday. These dirty, crooked cunts that call themselves politicians don't give a flying fuck about you, me, or anybody else. They know that these people are getting elected into these positions. Except when they get elected into the positions, they forget how they got there. And I think they need a reminder. I think AOC needs to be slapped in the face with some water. Like, bitch, wake up. You are the representation of a a part of New York. You're the dumb bitch that told Amazon you don't want them to come give jobs. The people that live in the district you represent, you said that. So they went just a little further east. And they went to fucking Connecticut, you dumb bitch. Like, that's just one example I have for AOC because there's so many other examples. Premier Jayapal, who is completely insane with the uh, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free bullshit. Why does she live in this country if she wants to support genocide to an entire country and she wants to support terrorists? Why do we have terrorist supporters as politicians on the House or the Senate? Why is nobody asking that question except for me? 
Now, I listen to a lot of people like Dan Bongino, Ben Shapiro, Matt Walsh, Candace Owens. I, I listen to a lot of people, right? Right. A lot. Even Joe Rogan from time to time, even though I really don't like listening to him that much because I, I, I just don't like talking points of his. But I listen to primarily conservative voices, right? And I can tell you from what I hear from them, Royce White is definitely somebody I listen to. And there's a couple of doctors that I find really interesting. I can tell you from what I hear. These people are clearly playing a game. And they think you're stupid. You're not listening. And they think they're going to be able to do what they did in 2020 with the COVID situation. Because I'm pretty sure they created COVID as a distraction to get rid of Trump. I'm pretty sure they thought it was worth killing millions, if not almost trillions of people, just so they could have world order, world health organization. And the Davos Foundation and all these weird-ass groups of people who don't make any logical sense about anything control everything. Because back to what I'm saying, they love power. And when I'm hearing these voices, when I'm hearing Jamal Bowman or Nancy Pelosi, who clearly should have retired 20 fucking years ago, or Chuck Schumer, who can't put one and one together as two, and I hear these wretched fuckers. Talk this bullshit while I live in a state that does not have any money. And I live in a city that's dead, okay? I live in a dead fucking city. I might not live in the actual city parts, but I live on the outskirts of the city. Right at the beginning of suburbia in in the town. And I'm telling you, I live in the remnants of a great place. And it is not that great place. And I predicted many years ago, if not an entire decade ago, that... People were going to get smart and they were going to start leaving this fucking state. And people are going to continue to leave New England because they don't want to pay these high fucking taxes. And it's not worth it. I I know to the Obamas and a bunch of rich people, it's convenient because of everything. But to like a company and a business, it's not, right? If you really want to have a good life, you really don't want to live in an environment like this. Granted, you make more money, but like that comes with not great things. So, there's that. Outside of them deserving their misery and the fact that they pretend that they don't know that we elect them into these positions and we can elect them out of them. Trump beat Nikki Haley in New Hampshire tonight and I predicted it, what, a week ago, if not two weeks ago. He's going to be here in South Carolina going to be here in Nevada. How long is she going to run? How long is she going to continue to sham? She is a front runner. A Mitch McConnell wannabe. And it couldn't be clearer for all of us to see. She's chasing the Democrat votes. And I'm listening to Fox News. And there was a bunch of people on there just moments ago saying that Trump shouldn't have insulted her about his dress. But I think he should have insulted her about her dress. 
because she's tacky, she's cheap, and she is the bitch she dressed up as, okay? And yes, I called her a bitch because she's a female dog. Yes, I've told you many times she cheated on her husband. Not only did she cheat on her husband, but she definitely cheated on the United States of America by doing some shafty, shitty, unethical, really crooked deals with a bunch of war-hungry fanatics. She is not on the American side of anything. And the people that are supporting her were her insulting Donald Trump's age. Bitch, you're like 20 years younger than him. So your age isn't that great either. Because you just said that you were going to South Carolina next. And the next state that's next is Nevada. So you're a dumbass. And I just like to point that out. Did she really make another comment and people were applauding her and she lost. Like, it's like the shit where, like, your child plays Little League and they lose the game and you're going to pretend like everybody's winners. Like, maybe when they're, like, two, everybody's winners. But as they start to get older, if they didn't win the game, they lost it. They're the loser. You can get better and then beat the, the other team. But... If you lost, you're a loser. That's not how it works in sports, man. That's not how it works when you have, like, a a real election. Now, I'd also like to point out, while we're talking about this New Hampshire race, how long is she going to go? We know she has money because she's crooked. Great. But how much embarrassment does she need? She's clearly losing, and she's doing the same thing that Ron DeSantis did, and she's doing the same thing that Tim Scott did and Vivek. She's not listening to the Republican voter, not even the independent or the unaffiliated voter. They don't want her, but she keeps persisting that she's going to fight. But what is she fighting for? To put us in another war in another country, for us to give more tax money to another country that's not America, for us not to have America be great again. She was talking about Trump's baggage. Well, bitch, everybody in America has baggage because the government keeps creating it. So if you're not going to figure out a way to align our country and back Trump like everybody else, Vivek, Tim Scott, Doug Berman, all these people then you're going to get slammed and it's going to be fun making fun of your ass for the next couple of weeks because you're not going to win. Just like Hillary didn't win, you're in the same denial as Hillary Clinton. You assume you're going to be able to take this because you're going after Democrats and and unaffiliated and independent, but that's not going to win you a Republican election, you dumb bitch. Like, I don't understand I'm a conservative, I'm a Christian, I'm a Republican, right? I'm a registered Republican. And I, I don't oppose everything that Democrats say. I, I'm willing to listen to people, right? I'm willing to hear people's opinions. But when I hear people say that they want to vote for Nikki Haley because they think she has the numbers, she doesn't have any numbers because the moment she gets ready to run against Trump, they're going to find a million things about Nikki Haley and they're going to talk about her shyster deals with everything that she did to get all her money. <clears throat> and all the dirty clothes in her closet is going to come out. Just like all the dirty clothes in Ron DeSantis' closet were going to come out. I mean, they're pretty not, not going to find anything of a vet because he's like a genius. But they try. And, like, these people aren't 
Trump strong. They want to lie, but they're not. So I want to congratulate Donald Trump on beating Nikki Haley in New Hampshire again. And I want to make fun of Nikki Haley's ugly dress. And I also want to make fun of Nikki Haley's desperation and clear, oblivious attitude, her disconnection from reality, and just her perseverance of failure because she's not reading the room. She's clearly disconnected from reality and she's not aware of anything. The same with Joe Biden and um, fake I'm black, but I'm Indian um, Kamala Harris. Right. You're not listening to the people. Nobody wants Joe Biden to be the president, including Democrats and independents and undecided. If he doesn't have women and he doesn't have black people and he doesn't have suburbia, he is done. And he definitely didn't get New Hampshire. They didn't even try. They didn't try to get New Hampshire. So he's just not on the ballot in some of these places. How the fuck is this working? I don't know. Moving on from politics, thanks for turning into this Tuesday edition of No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed. They lie to us, they lie to us. Anyway, I'm calling it now. Trump won the uh, GOP nomination, and Nikki Haley's wasting her time, but she's got money to blow, so let's just watch her burn the money and fail. Because she's a loser, and nobody likes her. Traitor ass. She's been compromised, and she is no longer America worthy. Rules are for children. So when people talk to you and try to sound like they're speaking to a child when they're speaking to an adult, don't get frustrated, irritated, mad, or upset. Reposition the question back to them the same way they did to you. So they're aware of the conversation. So they're aware of the situation because if that's not the case they're going to continue to treat you like that and also i don't owe any explanation i'm not looking for your advice your opinion or your permission for shit i'm an adult like pass like i think that parents make this mistake and and i think that families make the mistake where they want to give rules to their family member because they don't like the decisions that they're making. But that's not how life works. And once you turn 18 in America, you're an adult. So whatever you do, you are going to pay the piper for it. That is it. Christians shouldn't be scared of the Democrats saying they're coming after them, of the fact that America is turning anti-Israel and they're supporting uh, terrorist groups. Christians shouldn't be scared of believing in God, you know, Jesus Christ. Catholics shouldn't be worried about somebody trying to censor their opinions or having FBI agents come into the church to, like, ask questions to the Father and the people of the church. That shit's crazy, and I don't understand it, but okay. Christians should be heavy in their belief of whatever it is. Right, because there's a lot of different denominations of Christianity. Catholicism is the biggest. Uh, we're just be honest, right? It is. It is the biggest variation of Christianity in the entire world, basically. There are Catholics everywhere, and it's the oldest. 
variation of Christianity, which goes back into the Bible. I want you to think about why Repub- why Democrats attack Christianity, but specifically Catholicism. Because they want to break everything apart because it's convenient for them to have a party that's based off nothing. Believing in God and believing in a higher power and believing in the spirit and believing that somebody that's omnipresent can save you and you're not waiting. But honestly, right? Why should Christians feel like they can't love God? Like, why are Muslims better than Christians? Or why are Jewish people more renowned in their belief than, like, regular Catholics or Baptists or any of those variations? And I'm not saying that there wasn't things that were done incorrectly in both, in any religion. Because clearly there was. But I, I, but I am saying that you should be able to believe in whatever variation of Christianity you want. And I'm saying that you shouldn't be scared if you believe in God. If anything, you should know you shouldn't be scared of anything. You should be fearless believing in Jesus Christ. Because he's removed your sin. He's removed your worry. And you don't have anything to think about. Because everything is already paved already. He knows everything that's going to happen to you. Before it happens, right? So trusting in him, trusting in an omnipresent being means that you're willing to give your life to God and know that you don't have anything to worry about. And that's it. That is it. The new generation will be different. I think that the new generation, what is it, Z? Or or I don't know what the next one is. I have no idea. The new generation is going to be different. I think they're going to be very confused about a lot of things. They're going to be extremely incompetent in other areas, especially with reading and writing and math and just simplistic things. And they don't have the ability to talk to people. I think that's a problem because they're incapable of talking like and looking with their eyes and not being on their phone or not being on a device or not being clicked into TikTok. And now I don't use TikTok. I don't go on apps like that. I I sometimes post pictures when I'm at the gym and basically that's it or of my hair and that's pretty much it. Just because I think that's fun and entertaining. But outside of that, right? I mean, I think the next generation isn't going to be like us. They're going to have lots of questions about why they should probably go to college because it's a waste of money. And they're probably going to be more honest about that. Why would you want to go to college and waste money? At the same time, they need to understand if they're not going to go to college, they're not going to meet the qualification to get through the AI to get a job.
for the most part. For the most part, high paying jobs require education, if not higher education, right? That's the requirement to get in the door. If you don't have that, good luck, buddy. Like I'm your competition and you're not going to beat me. I'm extremely educated, extremely fast, and I jump right in. If that's the competition and you don't have a degree and you're not experienced and, and you don't have any of that, you're not getting the job. My husband is also your competition. And anybody that goes up against him is automatically going to lose because he's basically like Albert Einstein. And I don't know if there's anyone like him in the entire world. I just go out and say no. He's extremely intelligent, extremely smart, extremely fast, vast in every area possible. He could probably do the CEO's job with his eyes closed at his company. So if he could do that at his company, he could likely do that at mine or anybody else's. If we're your competition, you shouldn't even go to the interview. I mean, what's going on is my question. And I don't know is the response. Smart decisions lead to smart outcomes. I think that when you really take the time to make a decision about something, whether it's what you're going to make for your meal prep on Sunday or what you're going to wear to work on Monday or when you're going to get gas before the snowstorm starts, I think if you're really taking the time to make a smart decision, then you're going to have a smart outcome. <coughs> we shouldn't jump right into things and do things incorrectly because it's convenient and we don't want to give the time and effort to something. So we feel like it's better to do it wrong because then you're going to have to deal with consequences long term. You do the thing correctly the first time. That way you don't have anything to worry about the second time. There's that. Right. Blind ignorance will lead you nowhere. If you're just blindly following someone because they're telling you to follow them, similar to politicians, what they do, and they say, oh, if you vote for me, everything's going to be like this. It's like the whole Obama thing. Everything he said was a lie. And he used the color of his skin, and he used the society to trick millions of people into a handcuff of Obamacare, which was the worst legislation and policy to ever be passed. You know what else is the worst legislation to ever be passed? Biden taking away uh, the the border that we had with Trump, right? Those are two examples of what I, when I'm talking about politicians and I'm talking about bad detrimental decisions that they make I'm talking about 
Blind ignorance, following someone because they, they're a part of the party that you like or they're a voice that you like or you're assuming that they're somebody that they're not. You really got to do your own dig on people. You got to go through social media. You got to Google, 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 and you got to do deep dives, right? You have to do a lot of deep dives to try to figure out <coughs> who exactly the person is that you like is. I think that making the mistake of thinking that people don't have cruel intentions and making the mistake of thinking that you can trust stuff is going to lead you down a path that you're not going to be ready for. No, I don't care about any of them, nor should you. People that are hateful, malicious, mad, angry, sad, you know, deceitful, irritated, jealous, envious. You know, their their life is just there and they did things differently. Let them be like that. Don't try to change it. Don't try to change yourself to make anybody happy. That's not living. That's trying to fit in. And there's nothing to fit into. When you make a bad decision, and we talked about this earlier, you have to deal with the bad consequences. How many times have I said on this podcast, if you have children out of wedlock and you don't put yourself first and you're having kids and you don't have a plan and you don't have stability, you're setting yourself up to fail right away. You shouldn't be 30-something years old with an 18-year-old. Why? The smartest women in the world don't have kids that are in their 30s or 40s. And we're talking about the smartest, richest women in the world even in the united states of america if you're taking what i just said into consideration about intelligence and money then let's take a look at people that don't follow any of that advice they're having children out of wedlock they're having multiple kids three four five kids and they don't have stability because they don't have jobs that pay them enough money to afford it and they don't have a community or a school system that's going to give their children an opportunity to perhaps get a scholarship for college, to perhaps actually learn so they can adapt and live in this crazy world that we live in. You're setting yourself up to fail right away. Because you're going to hate yourself, you're going to hate the situation, and you're going to be miserable. In some ways, children make everything better. But in that moment, if you're not willing or ready to be that person, you're going to regret it. And it's not good for the kids for you to do that. And this is one example. It doesn't have to be kids. It could be a career. It could be a job. It could be moving. It could be a family member. It could be anything. It doesn't just have to be having kids out of wedlock and not thinking smart about your future. It could be jumping into a job that you don't know you really want to do and being stuck in something that you don't like just because you it's convenient. That That's not going to lead to anything good. You can't care about what people are saying. People are always going to be those things, mad, hateful, angry, and you can't let them. 
if they're mad because they had kids too early or they didn't plan out their retirement and they don't have a 401k and they don't have an IRA and they have to work longer while they're older, that's not your problem. If people are mad because you don't have kids and they do and they're stuck and you're free, too damn bad, right? At some point, everybody should have kids. But in order to give a child an amazing life, you have to think about giving the child a life where they don't worry about something and they don't ever want for nothing because they can have whatever they want. That's the life of a child. Being a child. That's the life that every parent should want to give their child. The ability for them to learn, grow, and prosper. With no limits. A, being a parent is a responsibility. It's nothing that you have to sign up for. You don't have to take a test to do it. You don't have to pass, you know, a, a, a college, like, interview to become a mom or a dad. That's not how that works. You don't have to pass an interview to look at your reflection in the mirror and love who you are. You don't. You just have to love yourself and accept wherever you are on your journey and not care about anybody else. You don't have to apologize. You don't have to, you know, stare at the ceiling at night trying to figure out how you're going to get through another day. Don't do it. Don't do it. Be willing to Ignore all that and see your light, see your reflection, see your mission, and see your journey. That is the main part of the conversation. Let's move on to watching things. Hell's Kitchen season two so far is good, but the people on this season, like, we're down to the final four or three. I can't believe some of the people actually managed to stay on the show this long because some of them kind of suck, right? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm watching the show and I kind of, like, pick favorites. But at the same time, like, as I'm watching it, I can't help feeling like How did this person get this far if they don't know how to cook this or they don't know how to do that? And if they're supposed to be working as a team, why are they trying to maliciously attack people? Granted, you know, I'm not a chef. I'm not a cook. I never worked behind the line. I never really worked in food like that. I did work in Target, so I did kind of work on the line for pizzas or whatever when I was in college. So I have a little bit of experience with that. But honestly, I can't wait to see what happens at the end of this. Who makes it to the end? They're supposed to get some restaurant at um some 
some resort in Vegas, and I'm very interested. Granted, I'm watching season two of Hell's Kitchen, which was made in like 2005 or four or something. So it's very entertaining for me to watch it. So I like that part of it. But. We'll see what happens. I'm I'm hoping that the person I want to win wins. I picked a random guy that no one was giving any hype to. And I just think that he could actually cook. If he just, I don't know, focuses on getting the dish done correctly, I think he'll be able to just pull it off. Because Chef Ramsay was like, this is really great. He did like a steak and he really liked it. And then he did some appetizers and he was working on the veggies and the meat. And he took the other dude off and he replaced him with him. And he pretty much said he liked it. I feel like Gordon Ramsay is really good at figuring out people. And because he has that ability to figure people out so easily, they can't really hide anything from him. Um, I'm really excited about finishing this latest season of Hell's Kitchen on Hulu. And I'm even more excited about the fact that... Uh, Next Level Chef is coming on soon. So let's go with that too. Whoop, whoop. Outside of that. Outside of that, let's get to the next part of the conversation. Love is blind, Sweden. I don't know, maybe. We talked about that yesterday. I brought that back up and I was considering that, but I don't know. Um, so far, on Narcos, I haven't started it, so I need to finish up the latest season. Sentinel, Mortal, what's on Apple? Let's find out what's on Apple. I'm about to tell you right now. Killers of the Power Moon looks okay. Like, I'd watch it. I still need to figure, finish Ted Lasso. Monarch Legacy of Monsters. That's on the list for us to um, finish or start. We really liked watching Crowded Room. It was really entertaining. 
the beanie bubble. I told you about that before. I haven't watched it. We started watching Hijack, but we need to finish that. I don't think Skip liked it, but I'm willing to try it. Silo. I still haven't started that. There's a bunch of stuff on um, Apple. We just need to sit down and look at them. So criminal record. There's so much there. We just need to take time and go through like what's available there. I think you'd be really surprised if you have access to Apple that there's a lot of variety. Uh, we did just finish that British show on there that I really liked. Um, really excited about a new season of that. Um, we'll see what's next. I like action and like mysteries and like documentaries and like real life things that are comparable to what's actually happening. And I really think that Apple does a great job of conquering that. AEW this week. So tomorrow is AEW. And let me tell you what the lineup is. Right. Let me find it. I'm going to get the card for the week. So, the lineup of the week is... can't find the freaking card i'm looking for it oh so adam copeland's going against uh minuri that looks uh and um Hikara Shida is going against somebody. Looks like Thunder Rosa is going against Red Velvet again. But didn't we just see that fight? I don't know. We're going to have to watch that again. And uh, what else? Because he went to a rally to find out for himself. And guess what? Golly, these are some pretty cool people. And that's exactly what happened. 
Sorry, I got caught up listening to a speech, but let me give you the AEW card, like I said. I don't know. I'm not really impressed with some of these women fighters. I do like a couple of them. My bad. So, looks like that Copeland fight is supposed to be the biggest fight of the night. And looks like there's a feud between Strickland and you-know-who, Hangman. I wonder if Hangman... It looks like Hangman's fighting again tomorrow, too. We'll see what happens. Um... They posted the card earlier, and I found it on X, and now I can't find it again, so this is great. Uh, Dan Hausen is fighting somebody, so we'll see who. There's a lot going on, so I'm very interested to see. I kind of like Wednesday nights, but like Friday and Saturday are definitely my faves. But I'm willing to give Wednesday a try, too. Uh, me and Skip love watching fighting, so we'll see what's up. Um, outside of AEW for uh, Wednesday tomorrow... Um, Escape Plan 2 looks like a movie I'd like to watch. The other guys, I have watched that so many times, but it's absolutely hilarious. And I love Mark Wahlberg, so I'll definitely be re-watching that at some point, likely this weekend. There's a new Suicide Squad coming out. Um, we can guess who Harley Quinn's going to be. Um, can't wait to see it. You know Harley Quinn's one of my superheroes, and she's definitely somebody that I really love. I, she's just so inspirational to me because she doesn't give a fuck about anyone. She's fearless. She's unapologetic. She doesn't have a filter. And she's just living her life. And she's just living in New York. And she's everything that I love about America is Harley Quinn. Also, she's a bad guy, but she's also not really a bad guy because she's just expressing herself. And why can't you be that as a woman, right? Her and the Joker and the first Suicide Squad was like, that was like the perfect example of what a real relationship should be like i love you so much i'm gonna jump in acid so i can love you and i just i just think it's incredible comic books are definitely more um relatable than reality in some ways and you might think i'm crazy for saying that but i don't think so 
the world is going nuts. So the fact that I can find a correlation between a comic book and reality is really an amazing thing. Uh, outside of Harley Quinn and my favorite movie, one of my favorite movies, let's get in the food. Meatballs and potato sauce. So this is something that you make in like a one pan or like a kettle pan, right? So you make the meatballs or you buy them frozen, whichever you prefer. If you're going to make them by scratch, you're going to have to get a stand mixer, an egg, uh, mozzarella cheese, and um, you want to go and get some ground beef and some Italian sausage. Mix that all together uh, and then roll them out and like ball them into balls. <coughs> you're going to want to layer the first layer with sauce, then mozzarella, then meatballs, then sauce and cheese. Make sure you pack all the meatballs in. You want them to have a little space in between. You put that in the oven. You let that cook. You top it with rosemary and maybe arugula or some sort of, like, salad dressing. You could even maybe top it with, like, garlic, garlic seasoning, or maybe you like it hot so you can put jalapenos in it. Really, you can liven this up whatever way you want. Maybe you want to make it authentic and you want to put like some Caribbean flair in it. Or maybe you want to do some Irish flair or some Hungarian or some German or Puerto Rico or whatever nationality you are. You can really make this your own. It doesn't just have to be like a regular Italian meatball. Or maybe you do want this just to be an Italian meatball. So if you want it to just be an Italian meatball, follow the instructions for the red sauce, the cheese, the meatballs, and repeat it. If you want it to be from another country, see how they make the meatballs and then match it up to that. I do think that this is really great. You don't have to put noodles in this. This is not any carbs. It's just meatballs. Canned chicken crust. And I know you're like, what? Do we think that tastes good? I saw it on Pinterest and I was like, what is this? So it's called canned chicken crust. So I guess you take it out of the can and, you know, you roll it out like a dough and then you make a circle of it. And then obviously you need to put the other like layer of the dough in the middle to make the pie. And then, you know, you add the sauce and all the toppings onto it. But I don't know what this would taste like. I'm willing to give it a try just because. But do we really know what this would taste like? I'm thinking maybe it would taste good. Maybe we should give it a try. Banana pudding shots. I'm not really a banana person, but I'm willing to try it and see what it tastes like. Healthy Cobb salad, which is my favorite salad. It could be arugula or the other one that I love that I can't remember the name of right now. You're going to add in Greek cheese. You're going to add in bacon. You're going to add in eggs. You're going to add in avocado. You're going to make your own ranch avocado sauce. You could even add in tomatoes as well. You're going to mix and put a little layer of olive oil and you're going to mix it up and then you drizzle it with the ranch or the blue cheese. They could be very surprised by how good that tastes. And you can make that any time of the year, not just summer, but really any time of the year. Homemade basil pesto. Willing to try it. I'm trying to give a pasta, but I'd say we go for it. And finally, air fryer chicken. 
I think if you really want good crust and you don't want all the oil, go for the air fryer. Just take the chicken or the tenderloins, put them in the air fryer, top them and season them. Maybe even marinate the chicken first before you put it in the air fryer so it has all those layers of flavor. Then you can get the really good crust on it without having all the oil and the fat by using the air fryer. Now, I don't have a deep fryer. I used to have one, but I got rid of it. Um, I kind of miss it, but at the same point, there's nowhere to put that. So I have an air fryer. And I absolutely love the air fryer. It's so convenient to cook everything. And it's such an another healthy alternative to make things faster and, and easier and more delicious. So go for the air fried chicken and tell me what you think. You can make your own tipping sauce or you can add whatever veggie you want. I typically go for the green beans. <coughs> And like a veggie mix or like a stir fry mix, that's typically my go-to. Anyways. That is the end of the conversation. Thank you for tuning in to Born to Be a Star. And I will talk to you tomorrow on Wednesday. Bye.